0: Welcome to the 18th episode of Inside the Tunnel. I'm your host, Andrew Walker. Well, it's been another tough day in the office for the NHL as one of their players was caught making inappropriate comments towards women and teammates on Instagram. We'll chat with television anchor and sports reporter Cami Kepke to get her take on the incident. This past Wednesday, an NHL player from Winnipeg was trending on Twitter, but for the wrong reasons. Washington Capitals forward Brendan Leipzig set off a social media firestorm after private Instagram conversations containing vulgar and sexist language leaked online. Some of the comments included insults towards women, players' wives, even shots at former and current teammates. Leipzig issued an apology a few hours after the screenshots were made public on Twitter, but the damage was already done. My next guest says this kind of behavior is common in hockey and that girls have had to put up with this for too long and that it's time for the league to change how players interact online. Kami Kepke is a television anchor and sports reporter with Global Calgary who has covered the game for a number of years. We reached her in Calgary. Cami, what was your reaction to Brennan Leipzig's Instagram comments?
1: <laughs> Enraged, but honestly, not surprised. I don't think anyone can really deny that hockey culture can really be trash sometimes. And to read those comments, it sounds like a bunch of boys who think that they're living their slap shot fantasy.
0: Do you think this is a major downside to the sport?
1: Absolutely. It just builds on this kind of outdated narrative that these guys are untouchable and women exist solely for their pleasure. And if you're a woman and you're a fan of men's sports, if you're a woman and you work in men's sports, it's your worst fear that this is what's being said behind closed doors. It's uh, something that is almost beyond hockey culture. It's more part of Canadian culture. When you think of those junior hockey teams, even in the small towns, the junior B, the junior A, Who are the girls that go to the games? They're the puck bunnies. It's something that needs to be fixed from grassroots up. But you talked about uh, some of the comments that are being made on Twitter now. Nicole Sajak, one of the women brought up in these chats, I loved her response to put up a fire selfie and tell them, this is me now, throw this into your group chat.
0: The WHL, they have, of course, the player impact program, which includes a policy on proper social media use. And it makes sense being that they're teenagers. Do you think the NHL should update their social media policy after this incident?
1: I would be surprised to see if there are any real repercussions on the NHL's end. Like, do I think Brendan Leipzig is ever suiting up in the NHL again? No. If he does, another team, I would kind of hope, would tear him apart. But I could see the NHL, when you look at their statement, and when you look at Leipzig's apology, what do you take away from it? It's condemning that things have surfaced on social media. So... What's the first thing that you really take from that? It negates everything that follows because what they're really apologizing for is that they got caught.
0: It's also been a bumpy season for the league. One notable story that you covered was the Bill Peters incident where he was fired by the Flames for racist comments he'd made in the past that came back and bit him hard. Now this story comes out. What do you think will happen now that the league has put out their statement?
1: The NHL needs to take a look at what their message really is to the fans and the players you could see even in the AHL Brandon Manning uh, was suspended for five games for use of a racial slur earlier this year to say that to another person it comes down to five games Mm, they need to find a way to do something better it's not like uh, they've taken the stance of a Brock McGillis or a Dan Carcillo to say yep there are really toxic elements of our culture and there are ways that we can change that but You know what, to shift that culture, you need to acknowledge that there's a problem. And I think it would be very difficult for the NHL to come out and do that as much as I would love to see it.
0: Last time I checked, I believe their policy hasn't been updated since 2011. Should every team in the NHL review their social media policy? I mean, Twitter, Facebook, all of those, you know, they're bigger now than it was nearly a decade ago, especially with players sharing their own memories and opinions.
1: I don't even know if this needs to be more of a social media change because we've seen that. NHL players are criticized for not having a lot of public personality. The guys like Connor McDavid, what do we really know about the guy? This is more of an issue, I believe, of the culture itself. This is how the guys are going to behave in private. They're upset because this was leaked. So I think they need to really start talking to players at a younger age about how they need to treat other people and what language is appropriate and okay. If they really want to sell that hockey is for everybody, they need to look at a deeper shift that doesn't extend so much to social media, but how you behave as a human being.
0: All right. Final moments here with Kami Kapke from Global Calgary. I really want to end this on a positive note. I've seen your work with Global Calgary and across Canada, and I got to say you knock it out of the park every time. I love your work and I've only known you since the new year when we cover games at the Dome. What's one thing you would say to all the girls that love hockey that have had to see this unfortunate piece of news to close off the week?
1: Walker, you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's getting better. It's getting better and better. I think one of the most transformative moments for me in hockey was at the 2014 Hockey Canada Foundation Gala. I was there as a volunteer, and I had something incredibly sexist said to me afterwards. But what I took away from that night, I was so excited to see Steve Iserman inducted into the Order of Hockey in Canada. But it was from St. Louis who was also inducted that night, who just changed my perspective on hockey. Her stories of the game, you know, growing up and pretending she was a boy and tucking her hair up into a cap so that people would still let her play with them. Those were the real game changers. And it's nice that we can encourage it along now, but we've come so far that you go to the dome and you have like your Kristen Anderson's, you go to Regina, you have your Claire Hannah's, you have your Sarah Orleskis. you're not token anymore. There's room for more than one woman at each and every table. And I'm just so excited to see it continue. And women's hockey has taken a beating in Calgary in the past year, but I think there is a lot of room for it to keep growing.
0: And we got Toronto to add to the NWHL. It's going to be great to see that.
1: Fingers crossed. Hopefully we can see it come out West again, because we have some excellent midget programs in Western Canada, and those ladies deserve a shot at even more than... CIS hockey or U sports hockey, I should say.
0: Absolutely. We'll leave it at that, Kemi. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Hey, thank you so much.
0: That'll do it for the 18th episode. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to stay inside, practice social distancing if you're out for the right reasons and reach out to one another in this difficult time.